Right, evening guys. Oh, we're we're slowly getting again. settled in. Well, you said we're live, so I'm going. We're live on there. <laughs> Let's go. Right, evening. Welcome back. I uh, don't know where you are or which part of the world are, but we're having some, uh, some lovely weather here in the UK at the moment, so I hope everyone's getting out and enjoying, enjoying that. I need to get a tan. Look how pale my legs are on that screen. Well, you've been, you've been travelling. I'm covered up, so I'm hiding. <laughs> um, we were talking earlier, and, and the whole idea with the Unplugged series is an extension, really, of our, of our chit-chat. And we always, uh, we always pride ourselves that we unplugged. We, we hook up literally just before we're going to start and think, well, what are we going to talk about? And we were talking about um, just really the observation that you had made earlier in the, I think during the week or so, was as far as um, not so much the cosmetic industry, but the, the use of cosmetic either creams or the use of uh, potions, lotions. Potions, um, lotions, as, medications as, as well. Yeah, as, as covering up which, what, for, what can be um, situations or conditions or, or aspects of our health, which with the skin is, the, um, is really the indicator of it. So, so to expand, that's quite a, quite a wide range and a bit of a goggle message, but um, where were you coming from when we were talking earlier? There's, there's a lot of, dare I say, hype over cosmetics at the moment, especially here in the UK, and it's over improving your skin, and there's no doubt they do help improve your skin. Yeah. But cosmetics for skin, different hair products to help with your scalp, uh, things that are going to help with eczema and uh, other things like that, which are great. They do help these things, but it's fighting that underlying cause. Yeah, I, I look at it two things. I think there's beauty products yep. and then there's potions and lotions. We're not going to put a show on beauty products because we're not, we're not the most beautiful models. individuals here. <laughs> <laughs> for me, I think it's important to, to look at what you're trying to use a product for. Yeah. Um, when it comes to the skin, I think we've got to really identify that the skin is the biggest organ in the, in the body mm -hmm. and its main role is not only to protect us from our environment, in fact it is also quite absorbent and that, that's what the, a lot of the uh, creams all do, they're trying to absorb ingredients. But it is actually also has a huge role in clearing and, and excreting toxin. The classic example is chickenpox. Mm -hmm. You have a virus. A virus is then um, is then the immune system kicks in. We feel rubbish, and eventually we get the pox. And uh, the little vesicles is the body trying to clear out that that um, that virus, and that's why they are we contagious for a certain period of time. And then they dry up. When we actually <coughs> treating. We're not really treating the virus, and we're not treating chickenpox when we're putting chamomile lotion on. We're just trying to treat and alleviate the symptom of the itch. So, are we, when we're putting uh, creams and lotions on the skin, are we really treating the condition which is causing that, or are we just really trying to treat the symptom? So, from a functional perspective, I think we've got to be clear of what are we looking at the cause, or are we looking at the symptom? Um, what has caused that skin to flare up or yeah. to go rashy, to go blotchy, to go really dry? What is going on in the body, in the gut? There's an uh, uh, analogy that I used, and I think I've recorded a couple of videos on an ice cube. And we talk about how if you had 
a bowl of water, a saucepan of water, and you bring it to the boil, it's half full. To cool it down, you can either put ice cubes in, yeah. or what is going to happen if you put an ice cube, it's going to keep boiling up. And what happens eventually when you put more ice cubes in, it's going to just overflow, or you can take it off the heat. Yeah. Because the root cause of why that is boiling is the heat underneath. Or eventually, if you put the ice cube in, the temperature of the water will initially drop, so you will sort of stop boiling, back up again. but it'll come yeah. straight back. Yeah. So and I think that's what a lot of people water. are doing when it comes to some of the creams and looking at the skins. And as long as I take that, regularly use that cream, um, then the itch goes away. A classic is like athlete's foot, mm -hmm. uh, dandruff is a classic one. A lot of people don't associate that some of dandruff's underlying issues start in the gut. Um, you've also got, uh, as I said, mentioned, you know, you've got a candida outbreaks, you've got eczema. Eczema is a great one because a lot of people say, well, it's always when there's stress. But stress only amplifies. Stress is just like taking an analogy and then just cranking up the heat even more. It just happens quicker. So what's going on and looking at the why? From a functional perspective, whenever the body um, is not functioning and it's giving symptoms, one of the first points of contact with that approach of healthcare is, is the gut. It's huge. And one of the ways that I would look at, if someone has an issue with this, and, and by all means the cosmetic industry is a multi-billion pound industry, yeah. and this is not to say that there's not a place for it, there's a massive place for it, but it's knowing that is it for vanity reasons, or are you taking something for health? And if it's for health reasons, then what is the underlying reason you've got that health problem? Now with the gut, all our nutrients are digested there and you've got so much serotonin produced there as well it's kind of under, like we need to get that digestion right yeah what other signs because it's not just going to be the skin that people are looking out for that are saying hang on i've got a bit of a gut issue here yeah. what other signs can people be, uh, look out for um so from from a, a symptom perspective yeah from a gut as a gut i mean the main thing is looking at the gut at the the gut has a function, so how, how's the gut working? You know, is there a change in bowel habit? Is do you get constipation, diarrhea, bloating? Um, is there soon after eating? Do we have uh, and the classic is bloating mm -hmm. because of how the gut bacteria break down what you what you're eating? What is it? What are we eating? How do we, how's our energy levels? How are other things relating to to the gut? And also. You know, something is something like if someone's got an underlying uh, celiac uh, issue, the very quickly after they eat, they so they realise that they that those symptoms, the itchiness in the skin, or get worse. Um, they their mood might change. So it's it's looking for that connection and identifying because a lot of people tend to think of the gut is just you eat and then you might you know you might have a, a, a sore st a stomach ache or not. That's as far as people think of the gut. One of the symptoms that uh, jumped out, we were talking about this beforehand, uh, is after having dairy, a lot of the times people will have symptoms of a cold yeah. for like the next hour or two, like bummed up nose, or they'll have a reflux sort of feeling and they'll be going, it's <coughs> <coughs> nothing more annoying when you're in the cinema yeah. when that happens, that was in the well, Avengers the other day. Uh, to, to bore people with a bit of the science behind it is that what you've got is you've got an immune, immune response to what you're eating. So the, the lining of the gut has got a, uh, it's always interacting and, and registering what food's being processed. Um, and so your first line of defense, if you look at your immune system as a defense, the first line of defense is immunoglobulin A, so IgA. 
an IgA is what produces, its main response is to produce a, a mucal lining. And that's prevalent in the gut, but also in the mucus lining. So it's why when some people react to dairy, a lot of people say, well, dairy is mucus forming. It's only mucus forming in the body if it creates an immune response, because the first line of response is that. So a lot of people say, well, I get congested. Or, but if it's in the gut, then some people are going to pick up other symptoms. But that, that's the basic first line of immune response. So if you're aware of that response, if I eat something and I know that, that I get a response, it's a sure sign that straight away your body is not working. The next line of defense that is immunoglobulin G, which is like your intolerances. That's when your, IG, your <coughs> IgG comes in. That's the ones where you say, I'm intolerant, I eat that and I get a rash. Because that's your immune system at a deeper level saying, I'm now getting, getting into the blood system. And the system is saying, I'm now going to expel it. So the body is now trying to, like that, that analogy with the, the, um, or the, the chicken box, it's now trying to expel that toxin. But then because it's irritant, we then slap a cream on top of it to cool it down. But we still have that but it's flame still to trying the fire. To, the, yeah, the flame still is still under and out in the gut. So we get some temporary relief because we don't like the itch or so, um, or we have the hydrocortisone cream. That's, that's stamping out the fire. And that may well be very important at that time. But if it keeps repeating, you're not, you're not addressing the underlying cause. So the number one cause, if there's a, a regular skin condition which keeps coming back and you're going back to, the, to the, the medical profession and it keeps repeating, you're not getting on top of the cause. You, you are treating the symptom and getting the relief, but you haven't gone delved deeper. And unfortunately... A lot of uh, medics aren't trained or have the time or the, the, they, they don't have the protocols in place to stop and say, tell me about your diet or, and looking at the inflammatory diet. What are we, how are we inflaming? And sometimes that's just food choices or overall diet. It doesn't have to be that you, that you have an immune response to you're not celiac or you, know, you can't tolerate certain grains. It can be just generally your diet, is, your, your gut is, is battling processed foods, high sugar foods, it's, it's just not thriving. So it's allowing a lot of all these um, proteins and things coming into the, into the immune system, into the, into the blood. So look at you know, headaches, uh, lethargy, skin. Skin is a classic example. One of the other key things you mentioned that is, is knocking on is uh, nails. Mm-hmm. I had uh, noticed that I had a little ridge in my nail and I was looking going, I remember collagen reading some of that and it's um, Bose lines which is relating to the zinc yep. um, but I, I, I'm pretty good with zinc and, that. and then what I didn't realize and I forgot was a significant uh, health or um, uh, high fever or health challenge and in, uh, in January I went down with flu and you look back and nail growth and it's like that's around that time frame. The number one. so the body gives some great indicators about your health status. Yeah. You're just not listening to them. I think what can be frustrating to some people is that they say nothing's changed in my diet when this flare up comes up. However, it could be that your body was just fighting it. It's had that reaction. It's just not shown its like really its ugly head that quickly. But stress levels have changed. Yeah, there's been some pile up of stress at work, or some relationship stress, or there's lower sleep. There's less. Uh, look at the change of seasons. Yeah. Like, it wanted to go summer a little, a uh, few weeks back, and then it's like, like, screw that, I'm going to go back to winter. But hydration levels go up and down, and all these different things throw yeah, stress into the body. Your, your diet is actually never consistent. No, 
because the foodstuffs that we buy are different, uh, diff- come from different seasons, even the different parts, yeah, even from different parts of the world. But I think there's there's really either that it's very seldom that you suddenly become exposed. There's either a buildup of toxicity and then it reaches a threshold, mm-hmm. or you your body has been able to manage that threshold under that threshold. So it's smoldering, and then someone's poured petrol over the fire and it's gone. Poof. Yeah, and it seems that it's just come from nowhere, but it's actually probably always been there. When we speak to a lot of people about things, they usually there's a track record. It's like in the in the arthritis aspect of things from a from a structural good old osteoarthritis wear and tear kind of arthritis. It very seldom comes from nowhere. They usually a track record. Oh, you know, well, I'm not digesting. It's never been great, or you know, sleep patterns, or I've suffered from headaches, or you know, and it's, there's usually a track record. It's very seldom because these are usually chronic issues. Mm-hmm. You know, eczema, psoriasis, um, athlete's foot, dandruff. These are chronic things that don't just suddenly happen. If they do suddenly happen, then it's definitely from a one-off big trigger. And, then, and stress is usually a big one. And you can get other signs as well. Where, like bags under the eyes, the liver functioning is great and all that sort of thing. Where the body does tell us what is going on internally from showing up externally. Yeah, yeah and I think what also has happened a lot in, in, uh, with healthcare... I think we've become guilty of not really uh, understanding those indicators. We really are getting caught up into the what. So what? What is you? What's bothering you? And they go, "Well, I'm not sleeping well." Okay, so we need to get you to sleep better, rather than saying why. Um, so some some of the things, the, the Ayurvedic medicine guys are, are brilliant with that because they look into the eye, they look at the tongue, they do a full. And, and you you taught that in 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 college. You know, doing a full assessment is not just sitting over the table and saying, so what's going on? Okay, let's try this. Yeah, you know, looking at the nails, looking at the tongue color, um, eyes, you know, inside the eye, as you said, the, the bags, the quality of the hair. I mean, not, not so much hair analysis, but just quality of hair, skin, you know, skin loses color, it becomes, uh, it loses its, its, its vibrancy. When, when people are dehydrated or so. I think we, we need to reconnect with that. I think also there's a massive frustration in society today is that if you take a medication, it's kind of making you feel like you're better. It's not to say the medication is bad, but it makes you feel like you're better. So you don't then switch the diet because yeah. you're like, oh, well, the external is better. And these things, the gut health didn't get that way overnight. It is not going to fix its actual self overnight yeah. and it takes commitment to do and that and the gut lining when you when you damage the gut lining and then you correct your diet so you're now not damaging the, the gut but that can take quite easily three to four months so through that time you're not suddenly getting instant success but steadily you're getting better um, and so a lot of people it's very hard to suddenly go I'm committing to something which is over three or four months to allow healing time um, Whilst you still got to eat, you still got to put food into that, which potentially and is going to irritate. Birthdays, there's Christmas, there's Easter, and it's hard. Don't get me wrong, it's hard because some severe cases, even one big slip up, can set you back. Yeah, I I um, first came aware more with celiacs and how that becomes um, a number of years ago with through a chiropractor, and she was explaining, and we were in a conference. And we're sitting there, and we're having a meal, and she brought out her own food. And I'm like, half the, half the cool thing of being away in a conference and being in a, in a hotel is that 
you know, you, you've got choices of different food. What do I feel like eating? And she said, I don't, I don't eat. And this is the days where, where things weren't very hot on, on going and saying, I'm looking for gluten-free. So she just brought her own food. She says, if, I, if I, I'm so sensitive that if I eat some gluten, and so this is celiacs. This isn't just the fact of I've got a bit of a gluten uh, yep. thing. She says, if I eat that, I am ill for at least two or three days. You know, diarrhea, stomach pains, I have headaches, I, and I potentially can't get to work. I'm so sensitive to it. But more importantly, I now I'm not right for a couple of months. From and that's from just one meal. So she just can't can't risk, risk that. Exactly that's a different I'm immune response. But that. that's how sensitive the gut can be to repair. It takes a long time to repair. When when I was diagnosed celiac, 2013, I probably could have fixed it in under three years. But because it took that strictness of not slipping up once, yeah. I slipped up. And that was going through that stressful period when I worked in the corporate world and like you were treating me then and I was having chiropractic so I had some underlying things which were solid there. But if I slipped up on a diet, and I think it was November, October, November, so it went through Christmas, then there was Easter, then my birthday and all those sorts of things and you just wanna have something. And it took probably a good solid 18 months of being 100%, which was horrible, considering yeah. I'd had the eating disorder in the past of being 100% all the time for bodybuilding, for a different reason, not for health, but for aesthetics. Mentally, it was hard because it kept pushing me back to that place where I was back yeah. then. But after that, like now, it takes a big slip up, hashtag New York, to push my health <laughs> yeah, back a little bit. Yeah, but migraine gate, um, we'll do a show on migraines. But it takes a big slip up of two, three days of eating a lot of rubbish to push me back as far as that. Yeah, yeah. But you can fix the gut. I think that is what I want to get at from there. Yeah, you can fix the gut. And I think when it certainly looks at something like celiacs and then I think there's a lot more resources now. There's no actually better time in history to be celiac because there's so much more gluten-free options. But not all gluten-free options are healthier options. No. They're just gluten-free. Just because they say gluten-free. doesn't mean they're a healthier option. But also there's a lot more resource. The internet is brilliant because there's a lot of information. There's misinformation out there as well, but uh, there's a lot of information out there. Um, but uh, the big take-home message for me, I think, is when the... We started off talking about the skin, but when the body itself, but particularly the skin, changes its function, changes its expression of health, it's not necessarily a skin condition. No. The skin has other functions. The, from a functional, overall, holistic approach to health, the number one place we start is the gut. Because it's the, it's the biggest influence. And if you're trying to heal, even if it's not a, a gut issue, if the gut is not working well, you greatly change your, your healing potential. So you always start with the gut. So number one message, look at the gut. Be aware that if you are taking something on a, on a skin, a potion, a lotion, and it gives you relief, great. It's relief, but it might only be giving you symptom relief, not, not treating the cause. Mm -hmm. So it's still worth pursuing if it repeats. Why does it keep repeating rather than all I need to do is just take the same potion, lotion. And that doesn't matter whether it's um, heavily medicalized, uh, you know, hydrocortisone cream or, um, you know, a homemade... Uh, natural product it, it's still the same process you still are treating the symptom and not really taking the time 
and then investigation into your lifestyle and your diet potentially and how you're managing stress because that's where you're going to probably find the, the course yeah. modern day life cool right hopefully you've got something from that uh, I think the underlying thing as we've said is to look not just on the surface but is there something else you can do and if there is don't expect as instant results as you would get with the medication because it will take a little bit longer and there's nothing wrong if you are having cream because you don't want that pain that you may be in with that or the headache having the paracetamol whilst you are actually fixing the underlying cause. Yeah, most definitely. Right, have a great week. We'll catch up with you soon. Take care. See you then. Bye-bye.